The Boss Lady Coaching Podcast is produced in part by Fort Knox Federal Credit Union. People helping people. At Fort Knox Federal Credit Union, we've got your back through all of life's biggest moments. Like when your daughter looks in the mirror at the bridal shop and says, This is the one. When you walk through a home that you want to make your own. This is the one. Or when he tours the campus for the first time. This is the one. Fort Knox Federal Credit Union has money to lend for each of life's precious moments with low rate loans for every celebration. Stop by a branch or visit fortknoxfcu.org for more information. Equal opportunity lender. Welcome to the Boss Lady Coaching Podcast. We are here at the Blue Rose in Vine Grove, Kentucky, talking about what it's like to be a mom, business owner, entrepreneur, Involved in downtown development, you wear so many hats, Darren. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into this adventure with the boutique. Um, well, I have a degree actually in healthcare administration. I graduated from Eastern Kentucky, um, and then I worked in business for um, a while. Worked in nursing homes. I was a marketing director, and then when I moved here to be with my husband, um, I worked as an office manager. But then when we had children, I decided to stay at home with my kids, which was always something that I really wanted to do, at least for a while. And I had my first child and I had planned to go back to work. And when I was four months postpartum, I found out I was pregnant with my second child. And so (laughs) it's hard to go back to work when you have two little ones, um, you know, but it's not really almost worth it to go back at that point when you're paying for, you know, childcare. So... I decided to kind of look at other options, and so at that point, my mother and my aunt were running um, an embroidery business online, totally online, and, you know, they actually had full-time jobs, but they did um, embroidery and monogramming and things like that, and so I helped run their social media and helped run their website, and I I loved doing it. It just gave me something outside of just my children to, you know, focus my energy. I'm, I've got a lot of energy and a lot of, you know, passion and all that. And so it gave me something to focus all of that on, but it didn't make any money. And so I sort of decided to branch out on my own. And, um, you know, I had small goals at the time and I started, you know, in, in just a room in my house with one machine and um, I made every shirt by hand. Um, t-shirts is what I started with. And, then it just grew from there and eventually I needed an office space and so we looked at downtown Vinegrove. I'm actually from Vinegrove or well I'm not from but I live here now. My husband's from here and there was this big huge space open and so we rented it for an office but it was so big that we thought well we'll make it you know have a showroom with some store hours and that quickly became a full-time store and then um, we've just continually grown and we've almost been open for a year now, um, in the storefront and we've almost been, um, it's almost been three years that I've been online. So, well, and you have done such an amazing job. You can tell you have such a strength in marketing because your social media presence is, I will say you are a boss lady to us (laughs) that we really admire and want to know how, how have you built such a loyal and really engaged social media following? Um, that is one thing I really did work hard at was um, trying to find different ways to engage people. And, and that's really honestly what it's all about. Even 
Um, now with the storefront, you can't rely on, you know, a storefront. You have to have that social media presence and you have to find new and exciting ways to get people interested in what you offer. And, um, and basically I just played around with a bunch of different things, you know, whether we did giveaways or whether we did like flash sales, anything that would get people kind of communicating with me and interested and, and we're still doing that now. We still are trying, you know, new and different things, you know, weekly and monthly. And it's all about just finding new ways to keep people interested. And so that's really the, I think we started with flash sales and, and doing things at a really good discount and it got people talking on our page and, and that's just kind of where it got started. And, and now we do things like monthly boxes and they're very limited. And so we just try new and different things out all the time and, and it really gets people communicating with us, I guess. And that's where it all starts. Well, and it's interesting in how the world of social media changes. I know Facebook algorithms, it's almost like as as a fellow social media user from a, a small business standpoint, you can almost tell when Facebook's done something and oh, you're yes. seeing <laughs> your posts not have the same reach. And mm-hmm. I know, um, so we also have our farm, um, Sith Family Farms, a lot of folks listening, probably also buy meat from us. So, you know, with, with the Sith Family, you can get coaching advice, podcast episodes, and meat all in one place, <laughs> which is uh, probably more unique uh than than uh, some podcast hosts but uh we have just gone back to basics and doing a lot of giveaways because it's silly i, I mean i think our meat's great but like what people will do to try to win a package of free pork burgers <laughs> the scope That's that amazing. we can get on some of these posts um in terms of paying we just can't pay for the same reach that you can get when right. when you can find that thing and um, you know, maybe it's free meat for us or, you know, flash sales, oh, a free t-shirt people. We, um, when we did our grand opening, um, last June, we gave away a hundred free t-shirts. We had people lined up for an hour and a half, I think wrapped around our building in like 90 degrees waiting for a free t-shirt. It's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, people will work for free. I'm spending stuff. a lot less time trying to design the perfect ad on Facebook <laughs> and more time just saying, look, let's give away a $5 product because at the end of the day, that's a lot less expensive and going to be more effective than what we could get yeah. from an advertising well, and people just like exciting they like the thrill of it I mean it's it's funny but people do they like they like the thrill of something that you know just they don't care what it's really worth so. Yeah, my poor husband, eventually it's going to make us have to really sell some meat other than just get, <laughs> I feel like every time I turn around, I'm like, can I give away this? Can I give away this? <laughs> it's Teacher Appreciation Week. Can we give away this? <laughs> but yeah, it's um, we're, we're seeing good results from it. And I'm, I've really enjoyed being a stalker in a, a friendly and professional way of yours uh, yeah. to see that growth and to see some of the ideas that you have because they are really creative. And I would love to hear, where do you look for inspiration? You know, if it's, for example, the boxes that you're doing or those flash sales, how do you get your ideas for things to try? We do, I mean, I follow other businesses. I mean, we're all going to get, you know, stuff from each other. And, and I, you know, I try to, you know, always be respectful in that manner. I'm not going to just copy somebody, you know, every move they make or anything, but we all draw inspiration from each other. But also we do a lot of brainstorming. I have um, a wonderful... Um, person who works with me and we do a lot of brainstorming and sometimes we'll just spend you know an hour just going back and forth and you know you think this will work and we'll try it out and and um you know so we do a lot of you know brainstorming but you know I'll 
I seriously have dreams about stuff sometimes and I'll have to like write things down. I'll, I'll dream something. I'll have to write it down when I wake up, like just different ideas and random. So I guess my brain is always working in that aspect. And you have such an inviting atmosphere in your store. So when you were, I bet that was equally exciting to create, but also overwhelming when you have this blank slate and now it's okay, create a boutique. So how did you approach the process of actually developing your store? Um, yeah, well, it's it's still changing. When we first opened, half of the store was an office and the other half was just a small, you know, showroom. We just had our t-shirts and a few gift items and I really liked to shop and so that didn't last very long and so um, the other side quickly became overrun with store stuff and so that changed quickly and so we had to sort of change that around and now, um, it's not even been two months since we've started carrying more boutique items and like dresses and shoes and jeans and stuff. So we've had to change it all over again. So it's, it's constantly a work in progress. Um, but we did, we had, um, I actually, I collaborate a lot. And so I have a friend who's an interior designer and she actually offered to, you know, sit down with me and go over that. And so I, I worked with, you know, other business women and, um, she kind of helped me get a concept for the store and an idea. And so, yeah, I mean, that's how we really got started, but it's constantly changing, you know, week by week around here. Well, I love that you're leaning on other women for that brainstorming, and and that's exactly why we started down this journey of Boss Lady Coaching, which is really just about bringing together the smartest women that we can find (laughs) and, you know, giving them opportunities to connect and and share ideas and support each other. And it's great to see that that's played out to be so successful for you as, as you've started down this journey. Did you ever think you'd be doing something like this or owning your own business? You know, honestly, no. I... I... I had always wanted to be a wife and a mom above anything else. And I, I really, you know, I went to college to work in healthcare. I, I just thought, yeah, it's a little different than, <laughs> yeah, that's where I wanted to be. And I, the first time the newspaper did an article on me, um, they said local fashion designer. And I, I swear I had to read it like five times because I was like, oh my God, fashion designer. <laughs> I swear, I, I, I bet people that I went to high school with are like fashion designer. And so it it is weird because it's funny where life takes you, but I honestly can't imagine doing anything else. I love it. And, and even if it was, you know, not, you know, fashion or boutique, owning your own business is just, it's such a, it's hard work. I mean, it really is. There's, there's not much harder than, you know, kind of being on your own and in developing and, running something, you know, all by yourself. It's a little lonely, but it's so rewarding. I mean, it's just, you're in control and, and you get to watch something that you've kind of built from the ground up grow. And so I've really enjoyed that part of it. And so I can't imagine myself now looking back, doing anything else. I love it. And you've gotten to make such a great impact on the community. So let's talk a little bit about what it was like for you. And, and I, I also love and identify with the part of your story about not being from here, but marrying a guy who is. And uh, that's that's been my story as well as an import to Kentucky and, and Painville. And um, having to come in from that outside perspective and claim a home and decide this is going to be where you make your mark. So what was that like to come into the community for you? Well, it's, it's, I'm not from 
too far away, but it's so funny. Everybody here knows each other, especially in Vine Grove. Vine Grove is very small, but everybody knows my husband's family. And, you know, my husband's on city council here and his family's been here for generations. Like his grandparents are from here and his parents are, you know, been here forever. We're and probably related somehow. <laughs> probably. Don't know it. Between the sis <laughs> and probably. the other. <laughs> Hello, cousin. Um, so, so it's, you know, everybody knows my, my family and, you know, but I've, I've been so welcomed by the community, even though I am, am a transplant, I've found the community so supportive. And, and that's really something being in a small town like Vine Grove, the community was just so hungry to support somebody. And that has been such a giant help because people ask me all the time, like, oh, is your store doing okay? Because they know, you know, Vine Grove's tiny and, and we have quite a big store and, and, but we really are. I mean, people have been so wonderful to, you know, support us. And we, we started, you know, doing community events and they, the turnout has just been fantastic. And so I've really, you know, the community has just really wrapped their arms around us. And it's almost like they really were hungry to just support somebody. And, and so I'm happy to take advantage of that support. It's been wonderful. I'd love to hear some about the events that you've done. So what's what have you found that worked well or that stuck out to you as something you enjoyed hosting? We typically, for the store, we usually do quarterly events when we release like a new line of our t-shirts. You know, that's how we got started was our t-shirts and, and we do other things now, but that's, you know, our, you know, our, our base is our t-shirts. So when we release a new line, we usually do like a quarterly, you know, open house or something like that. And Sometimes we'll do like a storewide discount or um, we'll give away some free t-shirts or, and, and we honestly have the best turnout when we do free t-shirts. I mean, we typically, anytime we do, even on our, actually our spring open house, it was snowing, which is funny, but <laughs> it's Kentucky. People, yeah, people were lined up still in the snow. And um, so, but then also community events, we partner with um, the rest of the little, you know, downtown um, area and we do like first Friday events and we'll just we'll do themes for those and we'll have food trucks and and music and entertainment and those really do excellent as well and we'll do something in conjunction with those we'll do like a discount or something at those as well and and it's really been fun I, I do find that you know you kind of have to spread them out a little bit you don't want to oversaturate it, especially in like a small area but we found that one one event a quarter really works well and then during the summer months you can kind of kind of saturate that a little more and maybe one a month when it's warm because people love to get out when it's warm well and it's so interesting to hear how not just here at, at, in Vine Grove but also in E-Town all of the boutiques that are popping up with women owners and entrepreneurs and seeing so many of them be successful. So what do you think that says about uh, this community or, you know, the fact that I know there's a lot of, of thought of retail's dead, it's all Amazon. Absolutely. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, absolutely. And and that is, it's a fear and people, you know, they do. They say, you know, retail's dying, brick and mortars are not where it's at. People want to online shop. And, you know, Amazon, you can have something to your door in two days. And so we do have to compete with that. I mean, there's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You have to have a social media presence. You have to be willing to ship. People love to shop online. So we do, we do most of our business, honestly, online. Um, and so we do a lot of that. But um, 
we also have to, you know, have a timely shipping method. I mean, we, once an order comes in, we ship same or next day on almost everything. And, um, we've found that people, you know, are, they like that because they're used to that two day Amazon shipping. And, um, so you do have to sort of compete with that. I don't do free shipping. I, I know a lot of businesses are trying to go to that. I, I, I don't do that just because it eats a lot of your profit, but, um, it's, it is kind of something you have to compete with, but on the same end, you're right. This community and Elizabethtown, people love to shop local and people, we carry a lot of handmade locally made products in our store and people want to find that stuff and they'll pay a little more for that kind of stuff. And they, they like to support local and maybe that's just a Kentucky thing and maybe that's not like that everywhere, but I've found wonderful support from the community in that aspect and people willing to, you know, shop in local stores and, you know, and we all support each other too. I know my, um, shirts are carried in, um, a store in Elizabethtown in one of the boutiques. And, you know, even though we're right here, I mean, it's, it's not so much competition, it's more community. So that's a great way of putting it. So I can imagine as someone who also loves to shop that getting to shop for your business and as part of your job is, I can imagine it's really fun, but also probably has some challenges. So how do you go about the process of deciding what to carry here in the store and how do you go out and source those items? It, it It's so much fun, I have to say. And I, I, don't, I don't know if there's anybody that can benefit from this, but one tip I've really found to be like so beneficial for my business is I use a credit card for everything and it keeps all my, you know, expenses right in one place and everything I buy, you know, I can go back and look at my statements, but I get reward points and I've taken my family to Disney twice on reward points. So that's just a small tip I'll throw in there. But so if you want to treat yourself today, go out and do it. Is <laughs> well, <laughs> come to the Blue every, Rose and buy well, something here. <laughs> everything I buy for the store, yeah. I, you know, I, every account that I open and, and things, I just use my credit card and it keeps my expenses really nice and night nice and tidy but it also you know it's free money yeah and, now you know, use it I'm that's a fan. my family deserves it they put up a lot with having me you know run this business but I it it's constantly I I really try I spend a lot of time researching I at my core I'm somebody who just loves to research and so I think that's what's made me so good at finding you know good deals and things that people like because I'll spend a whole Sunday just like looking up different things and the cheapest place to get things and places that'll work with me on free shipping and and things like that so I do a lot of online research you know online's where it's at but for as far as locally um, I'll go through um, Etsy mm -hmm. a lot which I got my start on Etsy and so I love Etsy so I'll do a lot of Etsy research and I'll just contact people and just ask them you know do you wholesale are you interested in a wholesale relationship and that's where I found a lot of people but also I just kind of follow a bunch of businesses on Facebook and I, you know, our candles that we carry, um, are out of Elizabethtown and you know, they're just a small company kind of like I was when I got started. And, and so we'll just, you know, reach out that way. And it's just a lot of, you know, a lot of social media and things like that. And Instagram is a great place to find, um, if you find the right hashtag, you can find wonderful like Kentucky items and handmade and stuff. And so that's how I do a lot of it. And as far as, um, you know, finding what people will like, I, I struggle with 
making sure I don't just stock what I like because not everybody has the same taste as I do. So sometimes I'll do like a focus group if I have a, a few things that I'm not sure about. I'll have um, out of my Facebook group, I have, um, I'll ask if there's, you know, people of different ages that want to do a focus group with me and I'll just start a Facebook message um, and I'll just send pictures and I'll ask them, you know, does any of these things interest you? Would you like any of these things? And, and that's how I do some, some of my designs as well. You know, designs that I'm kind of throwing around for t-shirts, I'll do it that way and just ask. And, and people are really, they're really honest and I like that. So well, that's a great idea when you have people that are <clears throat> passionate about your, what your brand, what you're doing and asking their opinion instead of trying to guess. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> we have ways to do that now. Sometimes I'll love something. And I'll be like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to hit. And I'll send it and I'll be like, oh, well, nobody will be interested. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to do that before I print a hundred of something. So. How do you, and I would probably worry about this if I was in your position and, um, and I've done enough purchasing on Etsy to luckily have had good experiences, but enough to know there's also um, vendors out there that maybe, you know, would not be ethical or, um, you know, uphold their end of the bargain as far as, as business is concerned. So how do you go about navigating finding the right suppliers who you feel like you can trust and aren't going to take advantage of you? It's really trial and error. You know, I, I do a lot of, like I said, I like to research and so I'll research a company. Reviews are really good, but a lot of times it's just, you know, getting the feel from someone through conversation or just trial and error. And, you know, sometimes you'll deal with a company and it just won't be a good fit for whatever reason. And you, I just won't deal with them again. So it's more trial and error in that aspect. It's, it's always a risk. Have you had issues kind of on the flip side of that with, you know, you come up with a lot of really creative designs for your, your shirts, um, and with the internet now, anybody can see something and oh, yeah. a lot of people have the, the vinyl cutters at home and can make their oh, own. Yeah. So do you have issues with copyright or how do you, how do you handle that in terms of people going after your creative ideas? I used to be so protective over and I still am not to say that I'm not anymore but it used to like eat at me if I would because it's hard I mean coming up with new ideas at this point I've probably come up with hundreds of designs and I don't consider myself like a super creative person so it's not easy it, it's a struggle to come up with designs and to not step on other people's toes and to not just copy something that somebody else has worked hard on and and done and just steal something from somebody else and so when somebody does that to you it is hard and and so you know I used to um take that hard I guess and and we do have one design that's probably been stolen hundreds of times and I actually own the copyright on it um I paid to have that done and you know sometimes people still don't care and so it's just you know you have to have a lawyer and you have to go through all that you know nasty stuff but at the end of the day a lot of times it's people that don't know the rules and and you know when I got started I didn't necessarily know either and so sometimes I'll just send people a nice little message you know you know I own the copyright to this it's please don't sell that or whatever but I think at the end of the day I just have to make sure that I'm doing my business the right way and let other people see that the way that my business is run and hopefully that will have the trickle-down effect of other people running their business that way too and you know that's one of the reasons I think I have been successful is I, I don't you know I come up with original content and I don't steal from other people and I don't necessarily you know 
go out there and, and, and do like Disney or something that you're not allowed to do. And so I think just by running my business the way that is ethical and, and the way you should do it, that hopefully that will kind of have that trickle down effect to other smaller businesses. Do people ever put you in a position where they come to you and say, hey, my family is going to Disney and I want something made that you feel like you can't ethically do? How do you, how would you, do you run into those situations? And if you do, how do you handle that? Yeah, well, well, I made, when I went to Disney, I made my family, of, of course, you know, I have two little boys. And so I made my family all kinds of shirts, you know, for, you know, Disney. And of course people are, you know, oh, can you make my family? And and so what I've kind of done with that is created a fairy tale line and that, you know, really works well for going to Disney. It just is never too old for fairy tales. And then one that says happily ever after and things that are, you know, not copyrighted that we can kind of tell people, oh, if you're interested in Disney shirts, you know, check out our fairy tale line and stuff like that. So that's sort of how I've managed that. And it, it's worked well. Our fairy tale one did really well, and we have some of the cutest pictures from people at Disney World in them. So yeah, you almost have to have a law degree to be able to figure out all the ways to like say it without saying. Oh it. yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I, and I know we've talked a lot about the business and um, got to hear about your trips to Disney with the family, but I'm just amazed. You, you mentioned how close in age your kids are; like it's no big deal. And <laughs> I'm tired just thinking about. I could barely manage when mine are three and a half years apart. So how have you, what tricks have you picked up over the years to be able to do all of your, follow through with your business commitments, be so successful with, with the store and be able to keep up with two boys that are that close in age. They are. Those... <laughs> I, I need you really like actually to tell me how to do it. That's <laughs> well, really what I'm asking. What should I be doing here that I'm not doing? <laughs> and so honestly, when they were little, it was easier. And I, people scared me to death. When I found out I was pregnant with my second, um, people were like, oh, it's going to be so hard. And they, they had me terrified. But like, I, I've got, <laughs> no, seriously, but I've got my kids napping on the same schedule because my oldest was still so little when my first, or my, my youngest was born. So I had them on the same nap schedule. But, you know, there's been lots of times that my husband will be waking up as I go to bed. <laughs> and so lots of sleepless nights and, um, lots of help from my husband, but, um, it, it was, you know, challenging and, uh, I'm not saying it was always easy, but you know, my kids, they'll still, they'll see somebody in one of my shirts and they'll be like, Oh, that's my mom's shirt. So they're a part of the business. They used to have them sticker my packages. We used to put stickers on all of our packages. So they used to do that. So we'll get them involved and, and they still, they get off the bus at my store and they kind of are at the store for a little while each day. And, um, so they're just a part of it. I guess they've kind of been a part of it since they were babies and they don't know any different. So we just won't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> this is just normal. Everyone has yeah. social media Everybody empire. works. My, it's so funny. My youngest, when he was about four, um, somebody said something about Monday and he was like, oh, Mondays I go to work on Mondays. Mondays is my work day. And I, he goes to work with me so on sweet. Mondays because he, he was only in, last year he was only in, preschool part-time and so he would come to work with me on Mondays he'd go, Mondays I'll work it's got a clock in <laughs> so well and you all had to work when your husband ran for city council so what was that like well you know and I I'll just kind of be like my kids in this aspect I really don't know any different he is he ran for the first time I think the year we got married and so we he he's 
I think this is like his third term, fourth term. I don't even know at this point. So we just kind of every two years, we just know that's what we do. And so we've been kind of pounding the pavement when I was pregnant. And when we had a baby, we'd wheel one around in a stroller. And, and so we really just don't know any different, I guess, in our relationship. I will tell you, if anyone knocks on my door with baby in tow running for anything, <laughs> I don't know whatever party you stand for, I will vote for you because that's dedication right there. We had, at the parade, we had them in little shirts that said, vote for my daddy. And you know, it's, it's a good way to get votes. <laughs> that's, uh, it, it's so community minded and I, I just love how involved you are with so many things. But I'm guessing, do you ever have those moments of how on earth am I going to make it through the next 24 hours when you've got all these deadlines piling up? Or um, I'm sure when you're making political decisions, you can't be popular all the time. What gets you through those tough days? Honestly, I, I have to have something to, you know, reward myself with hard work. And, you know, right now we're working on, you know, building our dream house and you know it's still a ways off we're purchasing land right now and so that's sort of what I'm working toward I have to have a goal because it is it's hard and you know you can't please everybody and and not even just in politics with t-shirts you know you'll make somebody mad and and you just you just I'm I'm a sensitive person and so I never want anybody to be upset with me and and sometimes you just have to say okay stop this is just a t-shirt it's not worth it and and then think about your goals and and you know whether it's a vacation or you know something you're paying for for your family I, just having a small goal but then again you know my family and knowing that I'm you know doing this for them and then you know having faith of course you know all of that plays a role but I think having small goals and things that you're working toward always help it gives you motivation and you have to stay motivated to work this hard yeah, and sometimes you do have to tell yourself, like, just step back from the situation and say, this person's literally this mad about a t-shirt, yeah. and that probably says more about them than... Right. Well, and you're just never going to please everybody, yeah. because, you know, you are you have one personality, and you're dealing with, you know, 10,000 customers a year, and or I don't know how many a year, but, you know, you can't please everybody, and, and you're not really supposed to, so... Yeah, but it can be scary when you have to be faced with that reality of just the sheer fact of how much you're doing means you're putting yourself out there and it means that opportunity to disappoint somebody or to beat yourself up. (laughs) Still, every time I get a notification that I've gotten a review, I'll, my heart will stop just a little bit until I read it. And it's in each, you know, review, you know, I take seriously and, and take to heart. And if it's not, you know, a good one, which thankfully we do have wonderful customers. I've been so blessed because I know there are crazy people out there, but we have very few of them. But, you know, I, I sometimes you do. You just have to step back and say, you know, it's just it's just a job at the end of the day. You know, even though it's, you know, my passion and I love it, um, you, can't, you can't let it rule your life, I guess. Well, I'm so glad you mentioned that because sometimes we can leave a review or post something online and we forget that there's somebody who like that's their livelihood or there is going to be a real person that reads this and you know when it might feel good to eviscerate someone with everything you know or your experience and it's uh, your opinion but forgetting that it's 
it's, at the end of the day, is it really helpful? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I, I, I'll ask my husband, like, do these people know that I'm a person yeah, on the other side feelings. of this? <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, people are used to Amazon or Walmart and, 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 you know, small business, you have to run it differently. You can't run a small town business. Um, that's run primarily by one person. You can't run it the same way that Amazon runs their business or Walmart runs their business. And, you know, for good reason. You do some things much better than they do. But people are used to that and they expect that. And so... It, it is hard sometimes, and sometimes you, it, it is a good reminder for people to think about, you know, there is a person on the other side of that, and, but at, after three years, or almost three years, I'm getting a little bit of a thick skin, <laughs> I hope. Uh, I definitely have gone through a similar experience. We're lucky with the farm, too. I think we've had all five-star reviews, except for our one four-star was because we didn't uh, have grass-fed beef. And I know me and my husband kind of looked at each other and we had the exact same, like, oh my gosh, we didn't get five stars. What happened? You know, we were Sometimes devastated. The, it was like, this is the one. You can feel like a one star. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were like, we knew eventually it was, it was impossible to keep a perfect score. But so we were anticipating there will be a day where we've not made somebody happy and, and we know that'll happen. But it was like to get four stars out of something that it's like, look, we told you that's not what we do. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like being mad at you for, uh, you know, well, you don't carry this product. It's like, well, that's not well, what we make. <laughs> we can did. help you find that if you would like, but we can't really yeah. like make you something different when we told you what we make and that's what you bought. And you know, you you just want to have like a help me understand where you're coming from moment, but at the same time, you just can't spend the mental energy and right need to keep moving. Absolutely. Well, any advice that you have for women who are thinking of going down a similar path, be it on the the fashion and retail side, or just thinking of doing something different and aren't sure how to get started, what advice would you give? Um, and I know this probably wouldn't work for everybody, but one of the things that I have found to be so beneficial for my business is I, you know, started small and I never really invested anything that I was not making from my business and and still to this day it's just a rule of mine and so I grow as my business grows and um so you know that meant I didn't make money for a while but you know I reinvested everything right into my business and so I have found that so helpful because at the end of the day if you know you never know this could all people could stop wearing t-shirts tomorrow. They may say t-shirts are not the style anymore and, and it could all end and I'm no worse for the wear. And so I have found that just for my comfort and my, um, well-being to know that I have set myself up small and grew as my business grew. And so I, I have found that to be probably the most helpful, but Another thing that really will work for anybody in any business is just you have to be willing to put the work in and the effort in. And and there there were times over the first, you know, especially the first year where I made nothing and worked, you know, 70 hours a week. And sometimes if you're going to start your own business, you have to be willing to do that. And it does. it's not always that way. I, I leave at 3 o'clock almost every day now when my kids get off of school. Um, and you know, I've worked to be able to do that. And so I think just being able to put that work in to build your foundation is important for any business. There's no shortcuts. (laughs) No, it's, there's really not. 
Well, let's make sure our listeners know where to find you. Tell us a little bit again about where the Blue Rose is um, here in Vine Grove and how we can find you online. So our storefront is downtown Vine Grove. Um, We're on 104 West Main, the big blue brick building, the Blue Rose, and um, parking's in the back. And so we're open 10 to 6, Monday through Saturday. And then online, we're the Blue Rose KY on um, Instagram and Facebook. So on Facebook, you can just search the Blue Rose KY, like Kentucky. And um, that's how you can find us there. And then also on Instagram. And I haven't quite figured out Twitter yet, I'm going to be honest. I feel very <laughs> old when it comes to Twitter. I'm just hoping that becomes a thing of the past before I figure out how I'm to do anything Seriously, with it. <laughs> it's, it's enough to just figure out. You know, Pinterest gives me trouble, so... It's enough to figure out those three. Well, last question. I would be remiss if I didn't ask the name The Blue Rose. Where'd it come from? Honestly, my my middle name is Rose, Jaren Rose. And um, that makes sense. I've always always been, you know, very into roses just because of my name. And then blue just for Kentucky because I'm a huge Kentucky fan. But, you know, also we're the Bluegrass State. And so that's just where that comes from. Well, that's wonderful. And uh, speaking of, we can't make everybody happy. There you go for an endorsement for the cast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. no, we sell we'll, little stuff too. We will go ahead and say uh, <laughs> we're all about Kentucky, but it's it's great to know more about you, the things you love, and thank you for sharing your passion and experience with our listeners. So, guys, ladies, uh, go ahead, do some shopping. If you need a permission, we're telling you go ahead and treat yourself. <laughs> do some uh, shopping in person or online with the Blue Rose, and uh, we look. Forward forward to seeing your business continue to grow. Thank you so much. The Boss Lady Coaching Podcast is produced in part by Fort Knox Federal Credit Union. People helping people. Visit fortknoxfcu.org. Enjoy free tools at bethebosscoaching.com. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Boss Lady Coaching. All podcast content is property of Megan Stiff, Holly Sexton, and podcast guests. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.